You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Fashion 411. Featuring the week's roundup of fashion news. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Fashion 411. There's our music. Hey guys. Now, welcome to another episode of BHL Fashion 411, where we dish about this week's fashion news and fashion do's and fashion don'ts and lots of fashionable things. things. Yes, and I'm your host, Erica Garcia Rojas, and we have a special guest in the house this week. We're always bringing you interesting, exciting guests, and this week is the lovely and beautiful Jamie Hilfiger. Welcome, welcome. Hi, guys. So happy to be here. Yay. Well, we'll get more into your story a little bit later. Let's finish up the introductions. What's up, everybody? I'm your co-host, Courtney Stewart. I'm your resident fashionista, shopaholic, shoeaholic, always giving you guys the consumer perspective on the show. And I'm your host, Erica Garcia Rojas, filling in for Diana, who is out uh, on the in East New Coast. York somewhere. Yes. And I'm your go-to girl for all things business and fashion. I am the owner of Rally Babe Apparel. So let's get right into it this week. Yes. What do you have, Courtney, for our who On our there? lookbook, Miss yes. Diana sent us some great information this week that we want to continue to follow up with you guys on. This week, we're going to cover some budget denim options because, you know, we're all always looking for jeans year-round. And Definitely. Some of us hate that project. <laughs> but jeans and swimsuits. Jeans and swimsuits. <laughs> like, the worst things, yes. but the must-haves that you always must have. So, Diana got us some great budget denim items that we can check out. First up, this week, we have DSTLD, quote, audition your denim and this is a brand that is premium custom tailored denim jeans that start at $65 it's a newly launched company and buyers have to go online and you create a free account but then you get to customize your jeans the shoppers can select up to three pairs of jeans to have them sent to you and you can test them out try them on see which ones are the best fit for you and you send back whatever doesn't work for you that's cool for only $60 starting at $65 so there are some options at $65 and they go up from there but 65 is not bad you can find a few options see what you like and what yeah. you don't like and send it back and i love that a lot of companies are getting into this whole customized thing oh, and yeah. they're making the online shopping thing a lot more easier with being able to take things and send things back and get multiple items at once and not making a big deal if you have to return so yeah, yeah the customization thing is huge huge right now mm-hmm. so that's a great deal you guys check that out next up we have 1015store.com and this has a large selection of trendy denim including leggings and jeggings and colored denim <laughs> and high-waisted jeans and the mom jeans that some of us were super excited about and some of us not so excited about. Um, but they have regular sizes and plus sizes, and they range from $15 to $50. So that is all under $50. Wow. That's a, a great price point, especially for things that are, like, on trend. Exactly. Because you don't really want to go, like, crazy spending on things that, like, are going to be in style for one season. Yeah. Absolutely. So. 
Those mom jeans, one season? Who's got mom jeans? Anybody yet? No? 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 No. They're like mom leggings. (laughs) Okay, well, mom leggings, it's cute. It's still working. Okay. One of my favorites is up next, uh, Uniqlo. Uh, the stores mm-hmm. which refuse to come to Los Angeles. I yeah, think they opened yeah. one in San Francisco, but they're definitely on the East Coast in There's, New York. Yeah, good one in New York. Yes, and they are a Japanese superstore which has a huge offering of dem- denim for women, men, and children. And they are available online and in the stores, which are growing across the country, just not in LA yet. That's why I'm bitter, but it's okay. <laughs> um, they are specifically known for offering low-cost products that share with high-end details. They offer a few different styles um, so that they can focus on the quality of their textiles and their fabric innovation and they have quality denim starting at $20 and their premium line of denim is made in Japan from salvage fabric and it's only $59.50 and The Gap actually offers a pair of salvage denim for $88 and J. Crew offers theirs for $150 so Mm. Uniqlo is winning in that (laughs) price price. category there and that's a great store they have lots of different things all the time at great price points and the quality is still pretty good mm-hmm. there so it is definitely a superstore yes. <laughs> it is so huge upstairs downstairs uh-huh. all around and you get it's one of those that you go in and you're like being swallowed by everything exactly. that's going on yeah but you do find some awesome stuff in there mm-hmm. when you really just eat first how does it compare to like <laughs> h&m or forever 21 um i think that quality wise to me at least it's a little bit of a step up from like h&m yeah yeah it's like more planar things yes. too. It doesn't have like things with patterns mm. and yeah, very like basic, basic, very basic, and their color schemes tend to be very neutral. Neutral, very exactly. Neutral. So yeah. Um, last up for this week, we have Cheap Monday. This is a new one to me altogether. It was a small brand that launched in Stockholm back in 2004. Mm-hmm. It was originally named Weekend with a few pairs of expensive jeans. But the owner realized that there was a need for trendy and affordable denim. So he developed a pair of jeans called Tight. And those jeans sold over 800 pairs in like a matter of days. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cheap Monday joined forces with H&M back in 2009 and launched their first store in Copenhagen. And the brand is well known for trendy denim for women and men at affordable price points. Many of the styles start at $30 and can be found now at retailers like Urban Outfitters and Nordstrom across the country. Oh, yeah, check out Cheap Monday, which I had not, so I'm interested. I'm going to have to so see about I, them. I'm curious, because everyone always seems to have like their go-to when it comes to jeans. I don't know about you, but I'm I, I hate the process of trying on jeans and trying new jeans. So I'm I usually go with the same brands. I'm just curious if you guys have any particular brands that you recommend or ones that you kind of gravitate towards. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Mine are usually more on the pricier side mm-hmm. just because I feel that, you know, you could customize them more. Mm-hmm. So it's great to hear about this new company with the customization factor. But I like Frame Denim is a mm-hmm. new line that's mm-hmm. like selling out like crazy. Mm-hmm. I just Frame got Frame Denim. Yeah, a cute pair at Saks. Mm-hmm. So... Because I feel like with jeans, you have to go into the department store saying what you want. Like, mm-hmm. it's either like, okay, hi, I need a pair of white jeans, or I want a pair of jeans with, like, the little rips in it. Yeah. And then it just is, like, it narrows it down. Because mm-hmm. so, there's so much out there. There's so much out there and so, so many brands. Much. Yeah. It's so overwhelming. Much. It is overwhelming. So much. Um, I have a tragic experience with jeans on a regular basis, so <laughs> I don't, honestly, literally, it's what... I can find that fits regularly because I feel like no matter what, if I get into my favorite pair of jeans, I will have them like forever and try to buy at least two or three of that Mm -hmm. pair at the time. And then 
by the time it's time for me to buy more, they're different or they don't make that specific cut anymore because they are constantly changing like how they're doing it up, even if it's just a small tweak and fitting jeans for me is rather difficult. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm pretty much one of those people that literally will go in the store and be like, look, I need this and mm-hmm. I'll have to try on like 50 different pairs, mm. the same, like different sizes and all the ones. And it's just one big giant effort. That needs to actually happen right now. I'm actually really due for some jeans to go shopping, but yeah, it's, it's tough. It's funny because I'm not a jeans person, so mm. I don't wear jeans that often. I mean, I have a couple pairs, and actually, one of our guests had a jeans line, and yes. she gave us a pair of jeans. What was the name of that? That is, uh, as, as soon as you now said it, I, I totally it. lost it. It'll come back, I promise. Okay, <laughs> I love her jeans. Whatever yes, it is that they were she great. gave us, they were amazing. Yes, RG73. Oh, that's it, RG73. They fit. Like, so awesome. Yes. I wasn't even looking for jeans. She's like, here, I have some. I love those jeans. I also, this is a little trick that this is for you petite gals out there. But I like J. Crew, but I actually go for the J. Crew Cuts, which mm-hmm. is like their teen bopper line. Oh. And it's half the price. It's the exact same stuff. And they have really nice, they're, um, I forget what they call them, not their pencil jeans or something. Their, their matchstick jeans or something mm-hmm. were great. And so they fit all the petite gals yeah. out there. So It's a matter of looking and finding yeah. what you Yeah, you got to look and, yeah. and find it. So, all right, Courtney, thank you for that. Up next, we've got our beauty beat. So I got a little bit of um, kind of foundation talk right now. Mm-hmm. So the the hardest thing and probably the most difficult thing to find when it comes to makeup is your foundation. And there's so many options out there. There's high-end foundations, drugstore foundations, and you know, both high and low foundations can be really good, but the trick is obviously trying that right color. So what I am bringing to you guys with the Beauty Bee is a list of some of the top foundations as rated by Beautypedia, mm-hmm. which is a website out there. And for those of you that don't know, it's beautypedia.com. It's a fantastic website that you can access. And they actually have an entire team of people that that go through tests all all products like from every single brand that you can think of and they test them and then they rate it so these right here are their top rated foundations so i'm going to give them out to you guys and they break them up between foundations with sunscreen and foundations without sunscreen i personally like my foundations without sunscreen just because with the sunscreen sometimes it actually affects what happens when you take a photo the Mm. chemical in the sunscreen has a uh, tendency to actually flash out a little bit and make you sure. look whiter or paler than you are. Mm-hmm. But um, so the foundations are with sunscreen that they rate as the top is actually one is from Revlon. It's the age defined makeup with Biofirm for $14. Another one is from Clinique, the Clinique Almost Powder Makeup for $26. Another drugstore option is CoverGirl Smoother's Aqua Smooth Makeup for $10. And then a high end one is Giorgio Armani Designer Shaping Cream Foundation for $67. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so those are the ones with sunscreen. Without sunscreen, we've got a couple high-low as well. We have Too Faced, their amazing face oil-free close-up foundation for thirty-six. Wow! Yes, I like Too Faced. Yeah, I'll make clear complexion makeup for thirteen dollars. Revlon ColorStay Whipped Cream makeup for fourteen, which is actually one that I use. That's actually one that I own. Yeah, I like that one actually. I find that one actually really does stay on your face Mm -hmm. forever. Um, and in a higher end one, Lancome Dual Finish Versatile Powder Makeup for thirty eight dollars. 
Very cool. Yeah, so if you're out there looking for foundations, first of all, definitely check out that beautypedia.com website. It's a great resource, and um, that's a list that's there that you can pick from. For so, sure. Yeah. What about you guys? Do you guys have any favorite foundations that you... Oh, as I said, I'm wearing Too Faced right now, which I've come to enjoy for the last few months. I actually bought it. A friend of mine, makeup artist, was leaving town, and he had a big makeup sale. And he was like, oh, you'll love Too Faced. And I was like, really? Because, you know, I always use MAC, and that's just what I use because yeah. it always works. Um, but I was using the Revlon Color Stay. The only problem with the Revlon Color Stay is the color range isn't very great. Like, they mm-hmm. have dark, and then it goes to light, but the, the different levels of dark don't mm-hmm. really exist so I always had to buy two, two to mix it and make it a little bit better which in the end is like buying a more expensive one anyway <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. but it still works so yeah. it's an option out there so just you so get you guys a lot. know it you do get a lot you yeah. you know yeah. mix it up and go for it um so yeah I generally am a mac girl but Too Faced I've been enjoying and for my backup the Revlon color stay is definitely my backup what about you Jamie um I like the Dior one um it's like a it's spray really airbrush one and um, I find, I, you know, I do a lot of work on camera, so yes. I find mm-hmm. it, it covers, like, everything. My favorite thing about it is that it's so quick. Mm-hmm. And you just, like, you have to cover your hair and stuff, but you just give a, you know, like a once-over, and then you take one of those, like, big fat brushes, mm-hmm. you kind of just blend it. And it just comes out so good. It's it's what I recommend to everyone. Yeah. But it is kind of a splurge, so mm-hmm. yes. that's yeah. going to be more on the high-end side. Yeah, I I like I like high I like high end foundations as well. I like both, but I really love the Laura Mercier Silk Cream oh, Foundation. That That's a great one. Fabulous foundation, great color range. It lasts, and I have dry skin, mm-hmm. and the type of foundation that you pick totally depends on your skin too. Exactly. Are you oily? Are you dry? So I love the Laura Mercier. I also love the Giorgio Armani. Not that one in particular, but there's that sheer that one. sheer. Yeah. That's an amazing. <laughs> but I bought it once, and I'm like, I just can't I can't see spending that much on a foundation again. Yeah. But it was a beautiful foundation. I only used it like at special, special occasions. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a few drugstore ones. I love the Revlon Color Stay, mm-hmm. and also L'Oreal uh, True Match Lumi is a really mm-hmm. nice foundation. Really, really nice. And L'Oreal is owned by Lancome. Supposedly, they say the formulations of the Lancome same. foundations and the L'Oreal yeah. foundations are exactly the same. And I love the L'Oreal foundations. Yeah. I think they're awesome. So, awesome. all right. Okay, now we've got our style scoop News, this week. Yes. What's so, happening? first up, as many of you fashionistas out there know, I'm sure you know the CFDA Awards was this past week, and Rihanna, in addition to looking spectacularly Rihanna, uh, she had a pretty decent speech at the awards when she accepted the Fashion Icon Award. She said, "Quote: I grew up on a very small island, and I didn't have a lot of access to fashion. But as far as I could remember, fashion has always been my defense mechanism. Even as a child, I remember thinking she can beat me, but she cannot beat my." Out, my outfit. <laughs> she then went on to praise many stylists, including Mel Ottenberg. She said, quote, Mel Ottenberg, thank you. You get me. You honestly get me and you understand what I'm trying to say. I can send you two pictures and you bring back the, the rack of exactly what I wanted. Yes. yes. She won and we're going to talk about that dress in a little while. <laughs> yes. but, oh my goodness. That outfit yeah. was insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good word to describe it. We will talk more. Yeah, but that was very cool. I love that comment about, mm-hmm. you know, she might beat me, but she'll She's never beat my, beat my outfit. Because I feel like we all, girls, we all have those moments where we're like, mm, you might be smarter, or you might be this, but I'm way I look better. Exactly. <laughs> it works better. I do think, though, as a fashion icon, I think Rihanna is an amazing 
fashion fashionable icon type person, but she's a little young to she get that yet. fashion icon award. So that was my only kind of beef with the whole thing. I think, of course, she her fashion's outstanding and amazing, but as an icon, I think she has a lot. Yeah, when you, anytime you throw icon yes. out there, it's kind of like, whoa, hold up, guys. It's been like five years. Yeah. Give her some time. <laughs> Give her but, some time. You know, like style, fashion, forward, or something like that, I would get. But yeah, the icon can be a little. I'm not as familiar with the previous winners, but. I'm not either. Yeah, I. You know, it is what it is. Everybody loves Rihanna right now, so congratulations. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so up next, Tyra Banks has a new show. Yes. In addition to signing on to produce Trans America, which is an eight-episode VH1 documentary about the transgender community, Tyra Banks has yet another TV announcement. She will be hosting another daytime program. Banks will focus on content that incorporates the various things that she's been involved with, fashion, entertainment, and entrepreneurship. Quote, I'm excited to be partnering with Disney ABC in a new era of lifestyle, beauty, and entertainment that will inspire women to be the CEO of their lives via honesty, humor, and the newest tips and tricks without being intimidated or precious. So it's a daytime talk show again? Yeah, I don't see how that's any different than her Tyra Banks show, but... I'm Maybe happy. I, I, like I, her I, I loved her show. I was so sad when she decided to stop it. Um, so let's see. And yeah, maybe she'll do something cool, like do some sort of view type, like round table type situation. Mm-hmm. So it's not just her like hosting a show, like taking place at Bethany, and maybe it'll have like lots of different professional women or something. I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see how she, because she's gonna have to do something a little bit different mm-hmm. than what the Tyra right. show was. Yeah, so it'll be cool. She she's a smart trick. She comes up with some yeah. pretty good stuff. So yeah, and I'm sure it'll be still very Tyra centric, as everything she does is very Tyra centric. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's worked. Yeah, for many years it has worked. I mean, she is. I do think as as much. Um, I think in the media, she's kind of made fun of a little bit, and people like to kind of poke at her, but I think she's super smart, and she is laughing all the way to the bank, so. She's a brilliant young lady. Yep, yep. All right, so up next, uh, the head designer and creative director of French fashion house Chanel, Carl Carl Langerfield, has been tapped by Louis Vuitton executive vice president, and I'm totally butchering all these names, (laughs) Delphine Arnault. to reimagine the brand's iconic monogram for a collection of bags in celebration of the brand's 160th anniversary. In addition to Langerfield, Lagerfeld, I'm telling Lagerfeld, designer greats Mark Newson, Christian Louboutin, and Ray Kawabuku, Kawakubo, along with photographer Cindy Sherman and architect Fr- Frank Gehry are slated to take part in this limited edition collaborative effort called the Icon and the Iconoclast. Quote, we have assembled an amazing group of talents, geniuses, I would say. Each one is among the best in his or her field, says Arnold to Women's World Daily. He goes on, the monogram is at the center of our house, so we celebrate it every day. But we thought this project was really special because the personalities we chose are fascinating and diverse. This is very interesting territory to have collaborations with exceptional creative minds. It's a really fun project. It's done with a lot of humor. I'm super excited. Yeah. <laughs> I heard about this and I was like, ooh, I can't wait to see what they come up with and yes. what we get to see with that. And it is yes. true, like what he says. Like, I mean, he is bringing, and these are icons. I mean, Rihanna's an icon, but I mean, these are cr- icons. That's an right. icon. And he's bringing together some of the greatest minds, and I'm really excited to see what they come up Me with. Me too. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really, really excited to see. So, all right. So, up next, it's a 
official Apple buys Breeds by Dre for how much? How much? What was it? Three point two billion or something? Billion, yeah. three billion. While the company has Goodness. decided to keep using the Beats brand as opposed to changing it to something else like iBeats or iBuds, the logo has changed to have to have an able instead of the interchangeable B and D. Furthermore, Dr. Dre will actually be kept on at the brand as well as his co-founder Jimmy Lovine. The purchase of the company is the largest acquisition in Apple's history. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a trick, guys. It's a trick. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, I was just reading about um, them that Apple just submitted a, I forget what it is, an MFI or something, for changing how they do their jacks on their phones and mm. on iPads and all that. So the idea that you can just buy your headphones, whichever brand or thing you want, is probably going to go away now, which uh. would be the reason why they bought Beats. And they will just develop uh, headphones and things that work with their units. And you will have to purchase those and not whichever ones you desire. That's kind of annoying, actually. A little bit. But it's financially delicious for all of them. (laughs) It is. But that's business. It is business. And it's an interesting story, the Beats by Dre, if you ever looked into it. I mean, at first they they were struggling a little bit. And he had the idea of going to the Olympic Lounge. I forget which Olympics it was, but... They didn't have the money to actually be in the actual village, but they had a little lounge outside of it where it was super tricked out. It was an awesome lounge. They had everything beats. They invited everybody, and celebrities went, the athletes went, and it got a lot of buzz. And from there, they had pop-up shops that were just like Mm -hmm. that lounge Mm -hmm. in New York City, and that really built the buzz around the brand, and um, that's what kind of helped to make it blow up a little bit so well, it blew up for yeah. sure three billion dollars <laughs> worth which is insane. for some headphones guys and the company is not that old i mean not i think all. how many years i think it's only been like five five yeah. five to seven years probably with what they did beforehand and leading yeah. into actually having so. the product yeah it's not been that long no that's smart business all right, so here's another business person, Betsy Johnson. So who better to launch a line of activewear than <laughs> Betsy Johnson? The 72-year-old designer who's known for her high energy can be seen cartwheeling and skipping down her runways. I can't believe she's 72. I, I was just about I to say just, that. I thought like she was crazy. like 60 I didn't know that, yeah. It's crazy. Johnson is entering the booming category with a collection of sporty pieces that range from nylon spandex leggings, shaper pants, and fleece-lined jackets with details like fishnet textures, patterns, bows, peplums, and corset piping that are often found in her main line. The collection will be sold in store and online at Nordstrom.com, Macy's.com, and BetsyJohnson.com for fall 2014 and will retail between $49 and $120. The activewear collection is said to be inspired by her fall 2013 runway show entitled BJ Kicks A. <laughs> Which is cute. That'll be cute. I yeah. think she'll have some bright, awesome stuff for activewear. That'll be right. fun. Yeah. I think it'll be really fun. I mean, you know how she, her lingerie line is yeah. so popular. Yeah, I mean, and her swimsuits. I love her swimsuits. Yeah, yes, her swimsuits are adorable, adorable too. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see what she comes Smart up with for activewear. I think so. She's kind of reincarnating and doing different things. Rounding yeah. out mm-hmm. her whole thing. I mean, she started with her dresses and then, yeah, she did her lingerie and accessories. I mean, her accessories are handbags, all handbags, all over the place. Yeah. Jewelry. Jewelry, yeah. So, yeah, she's she's doing good. So, 
All right, so now we've got our spotlight on our <laughs> fabulous guest, Jamie Hilfiger. Oh, so, why don't you? Yes, yeah, she's looking <laughs> yeah. gorgeous. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about who you are? And obviously, you've got a very famous last name, yes. and kind of what you're doing, and and a little bit about Jamie. Well, first of all, I'm so happy to be here with you guys. It's so much fun. Yay! Um, I am the niece of Tommy Hilfiger, and. Um, I really got my start in modeling. I started from a young age, and then I took off, like, a little break to go to school and to kind of, you know, get back into, like, you know, like, the norms of life and stuff. And I graduated college in Florida, and then after that I moved out here and to really kind of further, you know, like, my background in the TV field and everything like that. So, um... That's what I've been doing, and um, I have a few projects coming up, and I'm just really excited. So tell us a little bit about your modeling. What kind of modeling have you been doing? I've done a lot of, like, spokes modeling things for a bunch of different companies, um, skincare lines, cosmetic companies, you know, like accessory lines, and um, hopefully, you know, in the future, I hope to, you know, do a lot more with that, but it's, you know, it's what I really like to do. It's definitely a big passion of mine. Cool. Now, you said you went to school in Florida. Yes. And I read, was it broadcast journalism? Yes. Okay, was that in you to just be like, you know what, modeling, it's fun, but like I really want to study and like get my back bounds in that? Or was that my mom and dad, like, look, you have to go to school? <laughs> <laughs> well, my parents, of course, were happy with my decision to attend college, but it was definitely mine. I wanted to like experience that life. I wanted to go to like a huge school with, you know, like the sororities, the fraternities. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up choosing the second largest school in the country. Yeah, I was going to say that next. That's a huge school. (laughs) Yeah. um, So basically, it was just like really fun. But I chose the fields of broadcasting because I knew I wanted to be in the entertainment field somehow. Um, But I remember like the first couple of classes, they were like so into like hard news and deadlines. And I'm just sitting here like... I don't think I'm going to, like, really <laughs> be reporting on, like, what the Utilities Commission is, like, up to. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd just be, like, sketching and, you mm-hmm. know, just kind of, you know, trying to watch the clock <laughs> until I was out. So how is it like being the niece of someone who's so, in a way, iconic? I mean, right. Tommy Hilfiger is huge in he the fashion got, industry. Right. He was awarded this. CFDA mm-hmm. Icon Award about two years ago in 2012. Wow. Um, so it, it's it's definitely really nice. You know, I love my family. I think that they're great, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. Have you ever worked directly with him, like interned with him, or worked? In- yes, I've interned when I was in college. Um, my first year, I was I interned in this area. Um, it was called like the corporate closet, and it had like all of the archives. From, like, everything, like, where, you know, they would travel to China or travel to some, like, great country and pick things for, like, them to take, you know, like, the inspiration from. And um, I remember it was this this huge room. You know, it could have been the size of, like, a house and just had racks and racks and racks of clothes on it and, like... Just like all these neat labels and just Wait, is everything. this an internship with Tommy Hilfiger? Yeah, okay. it was at the Tommy Hilfiger Corporation, and okay. the little spot in it was called the Corporate Closet. And I worked in it with one of my other cousins, <laughs> so like we made it fun all summer. So what do they do with with that? I, it's, they keep it, like a history of everything yeah, that they they've keep ever made. Like, 
well, it's also like the stuff that they've made, but they also keep all the clothes that they've like purchased Purchase. on mm-hmm. their travels and stuff. And um, because if they're like, oh, I really like how that shirt is cut, like you know, let's purchase this and like let's make the next collection, like with shirts cut like this, and mm-hmm. you know, wherever they would pull their inspirations. Well, mm. as you started sort of moving into your career and building your career, mm-hmm. what do you feel like was maybe the best piece of advice or suggestions that your uncle that you learned? from his work ethic. He definitely told me before, like, the industry that you want to break into is extremely hard. Modeling, is that, or fashion? Yeah, both. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, you know, it's really going to be hard. And he's like, but that's what a lot of people told me. And he's like, so just do what you want to do, you know, like, and follow your dreams, follow your heart. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. awesome. And so you you recently live moved to Miami, yes. right? Yeah. So why why the move back to Miami? Were you in LA before that? Yes, I okay. was in. I was out here before that, but I decided to move back to Miami because I'm always able to come out here like all the time. I still have a place out here, but my I wanted to be like full time there because. My family, my parents live in New York, and um, it's just, like, so much better to be on the same coast, same timeline, mm-hmm. two-hour plane ride versus a six-hour plane ride. And then, like I said, I went to college in Florida. All of my friends live there. It's just, like, really fun, mm-hmm. really relaxed. The beach, I know that there's a beach here, but it's, like, a whole different it's experience. a different vibe, yeah. Different vibe, and it's just, like, Miami, like, you know, like... I so, love it. It's, you know, like, so it's very glam. There? Okay. Did you move there for fashion or modeling? Yeah, or? I moved there to just start to pursue, you know, everything that I've been doing out here. Yeah. How's the fashion different out there from L.A.? <laughs> <laughs> the fashion's really different. It's so many, like, tourists and people that aren't from this country that come there to, like, live there because it's just so beautiful and, like, the weather's so good. So you see a mix of, like, everything. But it's very, like fancy and like whenever like you go out like all the women I feel like they're always wearing their best outfits mm-hmm. and like you know like very glam and that's my personal style so it's like I just feel like everyone is like always like it's a little matchy matchy you know mm-hmm. but it's like everyone's very put together with like their best outfit interesting now mm-hmm. I also saw you or did um were a columnist for Huffington Post yes okay how did you sort of get involved in that and is that something you're continuing to do and how did you did that broadcast journalism help you out (laughs) (laughs) yeah I wrote in a few things for the Huffington Post um I got involved with them through my publicist and um we just started to work alongside of them because they wanted me to write you know like specific things about like sorry style, you know, like in fashion mm-hmm. and give, you know, like my expertise on stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Very What's cool. your best fashion advice? My best fashion advice is to really go for comfort. Even you could wear things that don't even like look like they're comfortable, but it's just like if you're wearing something that you're not comfortable in, you're not going to like portray and like be like cute in it because mm-hmm. you're going to be like fixing or doing this or like something's too tight. Like, you know, like this, what I have on right now, it's like, it so looks cute. like it's like really tight and stuff, but it's like so comfortable. I could go to sleep in this. <laughs> you know? That's yeah, such sure. good piece of advice. It's so true. It's like, if you're not comfortable in what you're wearing, mm-hmm. you're distracted. You're not being mm-hmm. the most confident that right. you can be. And I think for women too, if you're wearing something that is 
in any way, not even just physically uncomfortable, but that maybe it's too tight or you just feel, you right. just don't you feel, feel like right. like it's not showing your body in the best light. Yeah, you know? it, it just, it shows. It's like right. it reflects. Yeah. Like you can just tell that person's insecure, not comfortable with what they're wearing. So Exactly. So what else are you working on now? What are we going to see coming from Ms. Hilfiger in the next year to um, five years? One of the things I'm really passionate about, I love like skincare and products and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. So I'm working with a well-known skin skincare collection company and um we're coming up with like a capsule collection for me yeah that's awesome can you say what skincare line it is yeah she doesn't want me to say what skincare line it is but um (laughs) she's like i just don't want you know like any of the negative vibes to come on us but um that i'm gonna be really excited about because it's something i'm so passionate on and Mm -hmm. i love to give like my friends like little tips like oh you should try this foundation or this cream or this serum because it's it's just what I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's now, are you working fun. on any fashion yourself? Um, I'm doing a collaboration um, with a jewelry company called Tannis Designs. Mm-hmm. And um, they are like a very um, cute accessory company that's like costuming jewelry. And they're at a really good pre- a really good price point. So you could find them online at their website, which is TannisDesigns.com. And they have, like, cute statement necklaces. Is that what you're wearing now? No, this is from Shiny Mix, another company that I'm working with. That's so cute. (laughs) Oh, my God, I love it. Yeah, so um, I'm excited about that. And in the future, I hope to start my own clothing line, which would be, like, a loungewear collection. Mm. Awesome. So, like, pieces that you could wear when you get home from work if you don't want to, like, immediately change into your pajamas, you know? Awesome. You still want to be cute. I'm always looking for those pieces. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't want to be a total bum right now, but, That's, like, my line, Rally Babe. That's exactly what my line is. It's loungewear. It's, like, comfortable, cute stuff. So, we can always talk when you get ready. (laughs) 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 All right. So, well, thank you. Now we're going to get into our favorite part of the show and Jamie you're going to have to give us your opinion is the hot and hot, hot mess. mess. So Courtney take it away. Alright first up this week we have Miss Halle Berry back on the red carpet. We haven't seen her that much in a while but she's out and she was at the Hotting Film Awards in Hollywood California and she was wearing this black and floral print Ellie Saab dress and Lucila Hills. Mm-hmm. Is she hot or a mess? Where's her head? We'll go with with our guests first. Well, her body looks amazing after her second baby, which she just had a few months months ago. ago. Um, I'm not crazy about the dress. I know that she loves this designer a lot. This is the designer Mm -hmm. she wore when she won the Oscar. Yeah. Um, And you can tell. Yes. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah. I just don't... I like the slit, but... I don't feel that it should be that kind of a neck. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it was like long sleeve on both sleeves. If there's too much going on. Um, I don't want to say she's a hot mess, but it's definitely not my <laughs> We favorite. always need that in between. I know. It's not a mess, but it's just not she's quite not, right. Yeah, it's not messy, but it's yes. just not right. <laughs> yeah, I actually like it. It does remind me exactly of that dress that she wore at the Oscars. And with Halle Berry, one thing that she's very good at is fine is wearing things that really accentuate mm-hmm. like her amazing body mm-hmm. and I think this definitely does that and I like it I, I don't mind the mix of the sleeves I think it's still elegant and beautiful and she is I don't know how old is she in her she is 47 yeah yeah and so I yeah. think like it's it's appropriate for her age too I think that gets to be like a tough when you're in that age because she's so beautiful but she doesn't want to dress like 
like too young. So and I think this is perfect in that sense. And I think it's elegant. I like it. I I, I wouldn't go so far as saying like, oh my God, it's a hot slam dunk, whatever. But I I think it's really, really beautiful. And also as a reminder for you guys listening to us on iTunes, go to YouTube because we do have our video up on YouTube and you can see us and our Mm -hmm. lovely faces and our beautiful guest, Jamie. And then you can see the photos or you can also go onto Instagram and that's BHL Fashion 411 and we do post all these photos onto Instagram and you can follow along that way as well. Yes. So yeah. Quick. I'm just in line with all of you. I mean, it's not a hot mess to me, but I like that you said it's one of her favorite designers. Yeah. She wears them often. Um, but it is, for me at least, it's too reminiscent of everything she always does. Yeah. And it's one of those things like, yeah, you want to get it right and you want to be safe sometimes and maybe that's something you do at the award shows when you want to just be elegant and be safe. But this mm-hmm. is just a red carpet at a at a um, at a, a film festival, like she could push it a little bit or just do something a little more interesting. It's nice, it's pretty. She looks pretty because she always looks pretty, but it's yeah. just not I, that interesting. I don't think so. she can not look pretty. Even yeah, she, it's like impossible. For her even not her roles when she's supposed to be not pretty, it's you're like, just like I hate it's like you. that's annoying. Don't <laughs> act like you're not pretty right. because you are gorgeous, even at your ugliest. Even like at her worst, her you're worst prettier was, than most she was people. A crackhead in Jungle yeah. Fever in like 1990, and she still was. What was that Monster Ball too? Yeah. So anyway, next up we have Miss Rachel Roy and she was at the CFDA Awards and she was wearing her own floral gown with a black blazer and metallic strappy sandals and her hair is all pulled back in a pony and the room is silent. (laughs) Jamie, you first. Well, she's been really into the menswear lately. Um, She wore a fancy tuxedo type to Kim and Kanye's wedding, Mm -hmm. um, which she looked very She looked great at the wedding, yeah. Um, This I would have done one or the other. I would have either done the floral or the menswear. Um, I don't like it. I think it's a little messy. I have to (laughs) say hot mess. I hate to say that. It's um, a little messy. I like that. You know, like the week before at the wedding, she looked beautiful. So, but at the CFDAs, I would have maybe even cut the hemline because it's like a much more relaxed red carpet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm disappointed. I mean, she's a designer. I mean, she's and is she wearing her own? Is That's this, what I said. Yeah, it was her own dress. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Jamie. It's got to be either the blazer or the dress. It doesn't make sense to me to combine both of them. And she did look beautiful at Kim and Kanye's wedding. It was such a different. Yeah. It, it was a little bit of a risk to wear yeah. that to a wedding, but I still think she looked elegant and she looked beautiful. And here, I just, I don't like it. I don't like the mix of the dress with the jacket. I, I don't really know what the dress looks like underneath, so I can't say I love it without the jacket because I just don't know what it looks like. But I just don't like that jacket. The jacket's killing it for me. Right. Boo. That's yeah. all I have to say. It was not <laughs> yeah. good. I don't like not the good. floral print. Isn't working for me, and it might have worked for me without the jacket, yeah. but it's the floral doesn't work for me. The split is almost too high in my brain because yeah. it looks like it's going into a scary place that I don't want to see. <laughs> and then the jacket, and it doesn't, it just doesn't look like slick or like she's chic a designer. That's like, what that's what kills me. She's a designer. She needs to yeah. represent her world. It and, looks like she got cold and just asked yeah. for somebody's jacket. Like it doesn't look purposeful to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give her a hot mess. <laughs> there was lots of people on the CFDA awards red carpet and the beautiful Leah Cavetti was on the red carpet and she went a little bit different than everybody else. She rocked this West Gordon white blouse and embroidered pencil skirt with white ankle strap sandals. She was a little bit relaxed, messy, sort of 
taking a nod to Miss Carolina Herrera with her white blouse and doing her own thing. Who is this exactly? She's a model. Leah okay. Kennedy. I think she, I, I think she looks beautiful. I like I like it. I like the white. I like the strappy shoes. I like the casual elegance mm-hmm. to it. I think it looks really nice. I like it. I wouldn't change it. Yeah, I feel the same way. This is what the CF, you know, like DA awards are all about. They're all about like showcasing like something more relaxed. It's, you know, like in the summer in New York City. So it's Mm -hmm. like finally people are like, oh, temperatures are warmer. A lot of people go with shorter gowns or two-piece ensembles like this. And I think she got it right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. I think she looks phenomenal. I mean, she's a model, so that's not hard to do to begin with. But it was a great choice. And I love the skirt. And I love that it's right on trend with these pencil skirts that the midi length that we're loving right now. And she looks great. And I think it's like also what we've been kind of all of us saying is it's so important where they're going, like the event yes. that they're going to. Yes. Because a lot of times when you see sometimes in the magazines, you're like, oh, that's bad, that's good, that's bad. But the reality is, is you got to see the perspective of where, where are they at? What's mm-hmm. appropriate for the event? Mm-hmm. And I think this fits that perfectly. Very yeah. well. She looks so lovely. Mm-hmm. Now we have a very interesting look up next. Um, one of our style faves of the year, Miss Lupita Nyong'o, oh. was wearing a Suno colorful striped print crop top and culottes. What do we think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Steven. Yeah, that I, I'll go first. I just, can't, I just can't hold it in. I almost feel like Lupita is trying to... What is it? It's almost as if she's saying, you know what? That girl at the Oscars, that really wasn't me. That prim, like, blue dress, that, that wasn't me. I, I like to wear, you know, take chances and wear kind of crazy outfits. And I think she's been doing that a few times when it, we've seen her recently. Where does she wear that green crazy? Oh, my God. The Prada. And this this is the same Flapper. thing. This is awful. Like a crop, weird pattern thing with those high, high-waisted culottes. I just don't like it. It's horrible. It's awful. There's no words. Yeah. No words. It looks like a fake globe trotter uniform. <laughs> yeah. It does. It caused the man in the booth to chime in. <laughs> it's awful. Aww. Jamie, do you have her, thoughts? Well, her stylist looked better than her. Or oh. It was either her stylist or her publicist. <laughs> yeah. Um, but whoever walked her on the carpet. Um, I, you know, during this award season, I felt that she could do no wrong. Mm-hmm. And then at the Met Gala, I was, like, a little shocked. But also, it was one of those pieces that only Lupita can wear. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give her that pass because it's the Costume Institute gala. Yes. But this, uh, I guess she went for comfort. I guess she took <laughs> a tip from me. She took your tip, right? <laughs> I wouldn't be comfortable in that at all because I would feel like a fool. I'd be like, no. I was trying so hard to figure out how this happened and was okay. Like what? She's a smart girl. Because Suno is awesome. Like he, they do like great patterns, like mixes of patterns, and very inspired by African prints and things like that. So I was trying to get it, but then I was like, it doesn't even fit. Like the high waist looks like it's bulging off of her, and then the V neck, and then where the crop top ends is just weird. It just proportions were off. It wasn't tailored well, and I'm sad. Because I want her to succeed. But this As I'm saying, not. it's strike two. Uh, it See, I even gave the Prada a little Ugh. bit of a pass. I just wish she hadn't yeah. put the headband and the green shoes on. Like, maybe if the shoes were lighter and just the feathers, and it was fun, and it's the costume gala, and you can take some crazy chances at the costume gala, but... 
I don't know what was happening. Right. I'm sorry, Lapita. Please, please, please try harder or yeah. different or something. All right. And last up for the evening at the CFDAs, <laughs> we must talk about the Queen Bee who won the Icon Award when she was rocking this very interesting custom sheer Adam Salman made number. It was made from 216 Swarovski crystals wow. and pretty much nothing else because... You know, she was kind of naked. Um, and the creation, it had, it included the gloves. And Rihanna actually um, requested the headscarf that she was wearing. And word on the street is that her goal was to sort of channel a little Josephine Baker, which I think she actually accomplished very well. And it was actually Josephine's Baker um, birthday on mm. the day of the award ceremony. So she made that choice, popped on a thong and some heels, and that's what you are. <laughs> Hopefully got a bikini wax, too, while she was at it. <laughs> yep. Because we could see, see it all. <laughs> and, of course, she had the first stole to go with it. Right. When she wanted to hide the nips. All right, Jamie, you first. <laughs> you know, it was, I'm not really about, like, showing, like, your assets off, like, and I'm talking about like your curves are one thing, but literally like your your, your private parts. <laughs> um, but if like oh, I just wish it wasn't so sheer on the actual nipple because I'm I love glam, I love crystals, I love sparkle, and I I love Rihanna. She could do no wrong to me, and I love the gloves. Oh my gosh, mm, me too. And even the headpiece and her makeup, everything. Yeah. Well, her skin's exceptional. Her smoky eye, everything was just gorgeous, but. I just, it's like, don't, sh- like, why do you have to show your nipples? Like, people would have talked about it anyway mm-hmm. without showing your areolas. <laughs> I so agree with you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want it to be so beautiful because it is so regal and beautiful until right. I see your areolas. Like, mm-hmm. if we had just gotten a little bit, I would even go, like, I'd be fine with the amount of sheerness that exists because I think it's kind of hot, especially when she turns around and you can actually see the line of her butt, which is weird, but it's mm-hmm. kind of cool. But then something about the nipple, like mm-hmm. if it was just a little more like detailing with the crystals around the exactly. nipple, so you knew they were there, mm-hmm. but you didn't just see like nipple. Yeah. Right. I would have been cartwheeling for her, but it just it became underwear, and I don't want to see underwear on the yeah. red carpet. Yeah. I, I agree. I a hundred percent agree. I thought it was the whole silhouette of it, the gloves, the fur. It's so glamorous, and you love to see that kind of glamour. Like we. When we look at celebrities like Rihanna, you want to see yeah. that glamour. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, God, yes, like thousand Strassi crystals. That's what yes. I would do if I were a celebrity. I love it. But I feel like she kind of ruined it. I hate to say it a little bit with just being so revealing mm-hmm. with the nipples. And it's like, yeah, Courtney, just something over it. Because it kind of, in a way, it's almost as like she's doing something so perfect. And she's like, eh. Like, she mm-hmm. wanted to, on um, purposeful, have that out there because she knew people were going to talk about it. She knew, she's like, I'm not that perfect princess girl with that perfect glamorous outfit. I'm going to make sure mm-hmm. I have something edgy, something different. And to me, that's what that looked like. Yeah. And I felt like it, it was still sexy and glamorous just cover the nipples. And we still would have talked about the, it to yes, see. Exactly. Because if you could see the, like, cup of her breast but you didn't see the brown of the nipple, exactly. you'd still be like, oh my God, she is naked. Yeah, like, exactly. It would still have the same effect. It would have still hugged her curves. Well, yeah. And also, she's wearing a thong. Just yes. the fact of showing your, your butt, you know, right. that, that whole thing. It's like, we just didn't need to see that. And it was just, it was disappointing. It was disappointing. It's yeah. like, I felt like she could have been flawless 150% if she would have just covered her nipples. But I will give her credit. To walk out of your house. Oh my God. And go on a red carpet. I don't care how much of a badass you are. Like, 
that's a badass. Like, yeah. you're straight naked, like, with <laughs> photographs all around from every angle. The world. So, Millions of eyes. I don't necessarily appreciate it myself, I can appreciate that there does take a certain level of confidence and strength or, you know, slight insanity to really... Right. Pull that off. It's so a little bit insanity. For that, perhaps that is why you are an icon. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to close it up today with our style watch for the week. And on style watch this week is our favorite mama of the station, BHL, Miss Maria Menunos. And it is not because she is the queen over here at BHL and After Buzz TV. It is because this woman has been walking all over New York City looking like heaven and amazingness in the body to die for, selling her book, The Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness. You guys should check it out on Amazon. It's a great book. Lots of wonderful advice and everything in it. But she has just been looking so adorable on all of her appearances. We got to give credit where credit is due. And in this particular uh, picture, she was wearing an Oscar T.A. Um, shoes. Uh, they are the Zoe sandals, I believe. Yes. And she is wearing the peasant dress from MySingleDress.com. So you guys check it out. They're 100% made in the USA. So we're always trying to support those companies. Um, but she just looks so adorable, like all the time. Yeah. And the hair and makeup is always on point, And we love her. And she's awesome and you guys should check out the book as soon as you can and Yay. check out her fashion because on her Instagram she always posts what she's wearing and where you can get it so check that out guys yay go fashion yay. go Maria, Maria she looks great she always looks good she, looks yeah. great. she has a, and she has a body to die for yeah her she was on the view today half, half naked but she covered her nipples I'm like Rihanna <laughs> so you're just like dang girl you really can do it her abs are to die for yeah, yeah. Her, her body is Amazing. All right, guys. So don't forget to go onto iTunes and rate us. Thank you so much for continuously listening and tuning in. It's because of you that we are one of the number one rated fashion and beauty podcasts out there. So thank you so much. Tell your friends and go onto iTunes and rate us. So where can we find you, Jamie? Give everybody your Twitter, your Instagram, all the fun stuff. All of my things are just, you know, like my name. And my website, which, you know, like, is just... And your name is Jamie name Hilfiger. Yes. Jamie Hilfiger, not to be forgotten yes. ever. All right. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Starlet because somebody stole my whole name, so I had to make up <laughs> another one. <laughs> and I am your host, Erica Garcia Rojas, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I am EGR. Thanks so much, guys. See you next week. Bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Christian, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.